Today's show brought to you by Redcon1.com. That's right. Click the link at the bottom of the podcast app in which you are listening to this on. Check them out. Use promo code T20Cordimus. That's right. Redcon1.com. There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard around the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boy, Davy Crockett. Coming to you from the D-Tom Studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon, this is Don't Tread on America. Your host, Don Q. How's everybody doing out there today? It is, what is it, Monday. Monday. Uh, shit, I almost said September. <laughs> November 21st, 2022. How's everybody doing out there today? Yeah. Sorry about the Friday show, guys. Uh, doctor's uh, appointments and, and whatnot. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, just starting... Uh, new treatment, and uh, not to dwell on my personal situations too much, but um, so just new treatments, and I gotta do a lot of blood work, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, so you have to pardon me, I'm gonna try and stay consistent with these three shows, but it's kind of making me a little tired between this and work and, and whatnot, so nonetheless, I'm not gonna cry to you guys, I'll, I'll do that on my own, joking. <laughs> so, on on the last show, we ended the show. Uh, we're going to continue on with the 13 bloodlines of the Illuminati, the Mormon leadership, as it were. And um, it appears to be, to me, that uh, getting away from the everyday this, that, and the other thing that everyone else is talking about, Elon Musk and Twitter and, you know, School kids getting shot in Idaho and school kids getting stabbed in Colorado and yada, yada, yada. What I'm trying to do with these Illuminati shows and these uh, Bush crime families in the, in the next one we're going to do is to enlighten you as to why the things that are happening in the world today are happening. Why were those, girl, those kids in Idaho shot and killed? Or, I'm sorry, stabbed and killed? Why were the kids in in uh, Colorado shot, you know, why, why do these things happen? And it's, it's to cause chaos, to cause fear. Um, when you, when you think of unnecessary murders and death and those types of things, you know, if we sit here and say Chicago, this and New York, that and Philadelphia, this and LA, that you're not going to be shocked and surprised. You're like, 
That sounds about right. But when you say Colorado Springs, when you say Idaho, was it Moscow, Idaho? It opens the eyes a little bit more when you hear about school shootings at elementary schools and middle schools and high schools. It opens the eyes a little bit more to the satanic nature and the chaos that that Satan and the Illuminati and these people want to create amongst us. So, you know, obviously I'm not here to preach to you guys. But if you open your Bibles to page... No, I'm joking. But, <laughs> seriously. Um, on the last show, we ended it talking about the different books of the uh, Book of Mormon. The different chapters in the book. And we were going into the satanic hierarchy and what... And do these people have Tesla's inventions? The number of his different inventions. Hold on, I'm having some microphone issues here. You know, you'd be surprised. It's not like anybody else uses this microphone. As soon as I get done recording, I fold it up and put it away. And now it's like not one to cooperate. So pardon me if I'm fumbling too much with it. And I think that's the spot right there. There's that. Oh, yeah, that's the spot. All right. So and we'll jump right into it. Before we do... Uh, I just want to remind you guys of our other sponsor to the show, Christian Lawson Watches. Check them out at ChristianLawson.com. Use promo code DTOM at the checkout to get 30% off your purchase price. That's Christian Lawson Watches at ChristianLawson.com. All right. So, do the satanic hierarchy have... Tesla's inventions, and if so, what would be their purpose of having them? A mother of light said, Power is transitory experience, is a transitory experience. It is very conditioned upon the myths you are in. It is important that the person knows the myth he is in. He must have a feeling for it. The tangible can become the intangible. Now, I'll leave you guys puzzled on how I got this quote from a mother of light. But the idea of tangible becoming intangible is the interesting idea because of these two reasons. First, the United States Navy is reported to have found out in World War II in the Philadelphia experiment how to electronically make a force field around something that makes the object invisible. However, the experiment proved to be very dangerous, and it took them years before the technology could be applied to something safely. The technology is being used on the stealth bomber to make, the bo um, to make them both invisible to radar and to human sight. The second reason is that an ex-Illuminati member states that an experimental box the size of a bread box with controls was being used by the coven to make people invisible. Now, the people had to stay where they were. They could not move around, but they were somehow made invisible by the box where they were standing. Likewise, those who want to believe that Bill Clinton is a nice guy, that... He isn't working as a lackey of the Illuminati. 
I implore you to go ahead and believe these, these lies. God will even send you a strong delusion to allow you to believe these lies. Um, both those who love the truth and are tired of being lied to, and one answers as to why things are happening um, like they are, will not accept the surface explanations that covered the debauchery of Satanists. Instead of getting upset by someone like myself and showing you the double meaning behind Clinton's hand signal, if you recall on the last show I was talked about during his um, inauguration, how he gave the, uh, the satanic horns uh, situation there, people should be upset that an attempt was made to trick them by the Clintons. The Christian people have, have been told by several Christians and I could name names, but I won't, that Clinton is going to lead this nation into right, righteousness. Now, as I, as I go on through this, you have to understand that this was back in um, during Clinton's um, time as president. Now, as and the reason I'm, I'm doing this particular situation on this part of the 13 bloodlines is... The, the Mormon leadership leads into the Clinton uh, leadership or, or presidency, which brings us into the Clinton crime family, which will be the upcoming series that I'll probably start on Friday. Um, and I don't know how many parts that'll be. I don't think it'll be an eight-parter like the Bush crime family was, but I do have a lot of interesting information, and it's going to differ from most of the stuff that you guys already know about the Clintons. Um, there will be some of that stuff, but there'll be other stuff that you might not have ever heard of. But um, the fact that if Clinton really came to... if I'm sorry. The fact is that if Clinton really came to Christ and really began leading the people toward righteousness when he doesn't even know how to lead people the people who put him in office do the real leading. When the hierarchy would, uh, then the hierarchy would kill him. Christians are always saying that they need to pray for our leaders. Fine, pray for them. They need to find God. Just realize Clinton is not one of our real leaders. He is way down on the totem pole and is simply a shoe shine boy for the hierarchy. Maybe the Christian people ought to learn to really who leads them and and can pray better. Now, we talk about that with leaders. And I, I'm just trying to spitball here. Back, if you think back to the last, you know, 10 presidents, with the exception of Bush, Bush Jr., um, look at uh, JFK. Most of these presidents that we've had are placed there to make the people that vote for them feel good about themselves, whether they're Republican or Democrat, because that doesn't matter. So Bush, as we talked about before, was a real heavyweight for the Illuminati. He was picked by the Illuminati originally as their first choice to win. That was before the primaries. Of course, all the final presidential candidates, Bush, Perot, and Clinton, 
were Illuminati men. It was a choice on their part who they wanted. Bush apparently antagonized the Rothschilds, and Clinton was placed in the power to appease those who were upset with Bush. That the elite decided to change from Bush to Clinton became visible in September. Now, the interesting thing is, is we'll get into this later on, is how we can connect the Bush, and it's going to separate a little bit from this situation, because we already talked about how Clinton was a Russell bloodline. We know Bush is a bloodline. So, but um, supposedly Bush had uh, mishandled something that hurt the Rothschilds financially, but whatever happened, it is clear, and behind the scenes, some big events happened. Clinton, who was friends with Winthrop Rockefeller when he moved to uh, Arkansas, Rockefeller gave Clinton over a million dollars in return. Clinton was in his pocket. It has been well worth Clinton's time to serve the Illuminati kings. So good, in fact, that Ace Hayes may be correct when he claims that he has information showing that Clinton owes $1.2 billion in treasury bonds. If so, then it's understandable that Clinton would want taxes collected. I had hoped that the photo we talked about on the other show of Clinton giving the satanic signal at the inauguration would be finished by now. It isn't. But, you know, we'll go ahead. And since coming out, um, you know, back in 93, we found out that te- uh, Tex Mars came out with a photo showing Clinton's satanic signaling at the inauguration. Uh, people need to spiritually discern what Clinton is all about. So, this was from a book written by a witch. I don't know who the witch was. Maybe it was the witch of the, Wicked Witch of the West. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Showing the use of the satanic uh, signal. Notice, so there's a picture here. And, uh, not very easy to tell, but she's putting the, you know, you guys know, the, the, the typical, uh, you know, the pointer finger and the pinky finger pointed up, your middle finger, your ring finger, grasp with the thumb, you know, giving like a horn uh, sign. That's your satanic signal. And it's interesting, like, I remember when I was a kid and you'd watch different rock and roll uh, music videos, right, on MTV when they actually played music videos. And uh, just various artist always gave that oh that's the devil that's the devil and I remember as a kid I was like yeah whatever you know but now as I grow older and see the things it's a way of of um I don't know hypnotizing kids but then you look at even in sports how many there's college football teams there's colleges that use that same hand gesture oh it's like oh no it's like Texas oh it's hook them horns it's it's for the longhorns okay but you're still using a satanic signal you know, that's like, it's, I don't know, it's, a, it's like a transitory way to convince kids it's okay to do those signals. So, um, Clinton gave a speech before becoming president that insiders would have no place in his, in his administration. 
if people study the situation where um where he he his appointments have all been insiders this is just one example of many that show the words clinton speaks are simply the words that the american people want to hear slick willie is an appropriate name for this president was absolutely had absolutely no integrity nor honesty and yet we're hearing people in the churches that want to believe in clinton it's sad to say they want this because god will send them a strong delusion to believe the lies they want to believe in so frederico pena was a clinton appointing a clinton appointed Secretary of Transport. And um, if he treats... Well, let's put it like this. He was in charge of the Denver International Airport project. So, like I said, this was back in 93. So, if you guys listen... See, I got up and moved, and now the mic's messed up again. (laughs) If you guys listen to our uh, DTOM files, uh, Denver International Airport... You'll understand who this guy was or is. John Coleman uh, brings out in in his newsletter the details of how Pena's airport project and many other projects he sponsored are white elephants that are not what the public needs, but simply white elephants that help line the pockets of the rich. Those of you who don't take text Mars newsletter may find it is interesting that Bill Clinton has ties to the Jesuits. Of course, take it for granted that people realize that Carol Quigley was Clinton's mentor. Carol Quigley was one of those intellectuals like H.G. Wells who believed in the New World Order and the elite that wanted to bring um, to bring it in. So, let me digress and discuss men like H.G. Wells and Carol Quigley. Um, these men believed that the West should lead into the world in, or should lead the world into a new world order, and suggest that people, you know, we, I've talked about H.G. Um, Wells, and um, so he did a book, wrote a book, um, the New World Order, nineteen forty. And his uh, another book, The Open Conspiracy, in 1928. Now, before I read on here, now, if you guys recall, when I talked about the Committee of 300, I talked about um, H.G. Wells. And he was one of those people. There was a, there was a few people. Now, you got to think back in the early 1900s. They didn't have TV. You had radio. You had movies, but you didn't have, like, television. You had, like, daily news. You didn't have your nightly news with whomever. You So a lot of the misinformation that we deal with nowadays, and I'm not talking about Twitter and Facebook and stuff like that. I'm talking about the news. I'm talking about ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, CNN, whatever. Your mainstream media, whatever you want to call it. We get misinformation from all of those entities. It slides one way or the other. Back in the day, 100 years ago, or, yeah, 100 years ago, 
you didn't have that option of a daily, nightly, or cable news or anything like that. So people had to read books or short stories in newspapers or short films or, you know, whatever the case may be. So the committee had certain writers and directors and people like that to push their agenda. You know, H.G. Wells can write these books and they're basically telling you (laughs) what they're doing. And we've talked about this time and time again, how those things happen. Now, you remember the movie, we talked about it, um, Demolition Man, right? That was based on two different stories. And the the, uh, uh, Sandra Bullock uh, character was named after the two authors of those books. But nonetheless, another good book to understand what the elite have planned is Manly P. Hall's book, Facing the Future. Oswald Spengler also has a good book to read, The Hour of Decision. The last few chapters in Lionel Curtis's uh, World Order in 1939 also is good in explaining how they want the world, world commonwealth of states. People like Clinton were fed this type of stuff, um, but there's a much greater hidden agenda. Manly P. Hall, for instance, was part of the Lucis Trust. As he was late leader of the Scottish Rite Freemasons, as well as Rockefeller, Lucis Trust uh, externalization of the hierarchy tells us what the agenda is. The agenda is to externalize the satanic hierarchy. And on page 107 of the externalization of the hierarchy, it tells us, Who will rule the world on earthly pain? His name is Lucifer. And um, on the spiritual level, it will be the Lord of the world, Satan. We Christians know the Lord of the world not as Sanat, but as Satan. It is all down in black and white on page 107. Greed and material wealth play such an important part in the lives of all the people who Satan has inspired to help dream up schemes for the New World Order. Therefore, most of these people see economics as an important vehicle for creating the New World Order. But there is a hidden agenda. The conspiracy is not of an economic conspiracy or a political conspiracy, but as the externalization of hierarchy reveals in page after page, the conspiracy is to is a religious conspiracy. You know, let's just lay it on the line. Clinton, and we're not just talking about Bill, <laughs> is a Satanist. He knows, or they know, I should say, what the hidden agenda is. It is an eye-opener to read the books I list by Wells, Hall, and Spangler. But believe me, that stuff is just for the blind intellectuals. The re- real details of this New World Order have been written down in detail and they came directly from the master of evil himself, directly from Satan to his hierarchy, who copied the plans in detail. The people who will implement the New World Order are men just like Clinton, men who have no real moral code, men who will 
glibly tell one lie after another. They won't implement H.G. Wells' plan. They will implement Satan's plan. And prideful Satan will unwittingly implement. So, in essence, um, when we talk about the, the bloodlines of the Illuminati, there's many, many sectors of the bloodlines. And it's interesting when you start doing research on these things and you could ask, you know, what does it all mean? You know, um, we can, we can really dig into different situations and we will, because as I said, that there's 13 bloodlines, right? We've only talked about a few. Um, so as we go forward, now what I like to do is each one of these bloodlines that we talk, we'll talk about, we will um, discuss a family, essentially, okay, um, or a situation. And in doing so, we will um, break those families down, okay? So, <laughs> the following families, just to go ahead and lay it out for you right now, will, um, and we'll get into these, and, and, and it might not even be these names per se, but when we talk about these names, you won't hear Clinton, you won't hear Bush, you won't hear, you know what I'm saying? But we're going to be able to make a link back from Clinton. So, for example... The Astors, the Bundys, not Alan Pegg, but the DuPonts, the Freemans, the Kennedys, the Lees, the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, and the Russells. And uh, so, I mean, that's, what is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's nine of them. And um, let's see. So, you also have the Bronframs. I mean, these aren't American things necessarily. Cabot's, Shaw, Bacon's, Perkins, Morgan, Forbes, the Cisneros, the Oppenheimers. So, we're going to get into all these names. And a lot of these names you've probably never heard of. You've probably heard of some of them. And if you're listening to the show... You, you probably dig into some of these conspiracies at one time or another. Maybe not so much the bloodline aspect of it. You might look into the Illuminati and those things. But it's interesting to follow the bloodlines because we can talk about these names. So you, I mean, just for shits and grins, you can say, you've, I would say a lot of y'all probably heard of the Astors. You've probably heard of DuPonts. Even if you haven't heard of the DuPonts as a family, you've heard of DuPont, the companies. You've heard of the Kennedys. You've heard of the Rockefellers. You've heard of the Rothschilds. We just talked about the Russells and how Clinton was a bloodline of the Russells. Um, we talked about, during the Bush situation, their bloodline back to the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers. Okay, 
But then you look at these other names, the Bronframs. Bronfmans. Bronfmans. <laughs> That's German. The Cabots. The Shaws. The Bacons. The Perkins. You've probably never heard of those names. Morgan, you've heard of. J.P. Morgan. You've heard of Forbes, like Steve Forbes. You've probably heard of the Cicineros out of Italy. You've probably even heard of the Oppenheimers out of Germany. But I would imagine at least half of these names you've never heard of. So it'll be interesting when we get into those names. What do those mean? Who are these people? What is their bloodline? Is the the Cabots necessarily relevant today? Or is it someone else in that bloodline? I guess you'll just have to stay tuned to find out. So this will be a shorter show. I just wanted to cap off the the Book of Mormon from what we talked about on uh, the other, from what was it, last Wednesday. So um, just going forward, I'll give you a list of the things we're going to do. Okay, so like today's Monday, um, November 21st. This is Thanksgiving week, so um, we're going to have a little fun this week. So Wednesday, it looks like we're going to do another DTOM file show. And this will be an interesting show, I think. And it'll be a show that no one's talking about. It's going to be a conspiracy theory type show. The last one we did, the pedophile show, uh, caught some wind. But we're not breaking, that's not like surprise. We, I, I would say the majority of everyone that listens to the show knows there's shenanigans going on in Hollywood. We've done plenty of DTOM file shows. We talked about JFK, RFK. JFK, everyone talks about. Moon landing, everyone talks about. You hear a lot about uh, MK Ultra. Not too many people talk about Robert Kennedy. Not too many people talk about Denver International Airport. The one that we're going to bring you guys on Wednesday, I don't even want to tell you. So what I'm going to tell you to do is this. Subscribe to whatever podcast app you're listening to this on right now. Subscribe. It doesn't cost you anything. Literally cost you a second to say, subscribe, because I want to hear this show coming up. Okay, and then second, follow us on, on uh, social media. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and the Ticker Talker. At Don't Tread on America, go to uh, Twitter at DTOM underscore 1775. Or if you want to follow me, it's PCGC underscore 1775. Don't forget about our website, DontTreadOnAmerica.com. <laughs> interesting little, a couple of things. This week has been an interesting week. So I've had a bunch of different people message out to us on different platforms. I had a person message out to us on Instagram about this particular show, not this episode, but the one I did the other day. Thought it was great. Loved it. Can't wait for more. I said there's more to come. Had another gentleman from Spain reach out to us uh, via Facebook. Uh, is in love with the Kazarian Mafia situation we did. And uh, subsequently, we have a fan, right, from Spain. He's from Spain via uh, by way of uh, England. And then uh, the weird one of the day and I'll say this about that so we had uh, I'm assuming a lady her name was Sarah so right naturally I would assume it was a lady unless it was a troll so whatever reached out to us on our on our um, website 
saying she had a bunch of dirt and more stuff that I don't even know about when it comes to the the uh, Bush crime family. So I'm going to reach out to her out of curiosity. Um, said that she was kidnapped by the Bushes. And I'm just curious. I'm sure it's crap because like I was telling Chris about it. And he was like, yeah, I'm sure she was kidnapped by the Bushes and she's being held by the uh, Bush family. But she's able to email us. I'm like, yeah, that's a good point because, you know, why wouldn't you call 911? Well, I'll let you know this. We're not the A-team. We're not coming to rescue anybody. <laughs> but I will reach back out to her just out of curiosity because I'm curious. And uh, maybe we'll see what happens. I'll bring you that information on Wednesday when Chris is here. But uh, And then Friday, we'll probably go ahead and start on Friday, the Clinton crime family. And this has a lot to do with George Bush, the things we just talked about. And um, when I say the Clinton crime family, it's probably not going to go down the, the road that you think it's going to go down. So, like I said, with that being said, subscribe. Whatever podcast app you're listening on, guys, tell your friends. Keep sharing this information. We're on all platforms. So no one has an excuse if they don't have an iPhone or they don't have an Android or they don't whatever the only thing we're not heard on, for whatever reason, is Pandora. For the life of me, I don't know why, but whatever. We're on, obviously, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. But if you don't want to use those, we're on iHeart. We're on Stitcher. We're on Podbeam. We're on Spotify. We're on uh, Amazon Music. We're on TuneIn FM. We're on, <laughs> I mean, we're on shit that I don't even know about because it's stuff that's overseas. So... Search the show, tell your friends, and let's just keep the DTOM train rolling. All right, guys. With that being said, it is Monday, November 21st, 2022. And I hope I kept it short and sweet enough for you that you uh, join us here on Wednesday for some tomfoolery on the uh, DTOM file show with Mr. Christopher J. McGillicuddy in studio. I'm I'm hoping I'm not letting the cat out of the bag and he disappoints me, but I'm sure he'll be here because we're off the next day, so we we can. Oh, speaking of which, we also we we created a new drink and we'll share that with you guys on Wednesday too, and it'll also be on the ticker talker because we'll go ahead and do a video so you can find out how to make said drink. And uh, just know it is a Thanksgiving inspired drink, so please follow us on social media, follow the show listen to the show, share the show, and just join us for some fun. All right. Other than that, guys, you have a great day, and I'll talk to you again on Wednesday. Wednesday? Wednesday. All right. Till then, guys, you have a great day.